Hello, everyone, and thank you again for joining me for another episode of the Practice Growth Podcast. Now, I am super excited today because I have the opportunity to have my father-in-law with me, Dr. Jimmy Knott, who is a master when it comes to leadership. But don't let me be the one to tell you. Tell the listeners a little bit about who you are and why I have you here today to talk about this amazing topic. All right, Kelly, thanks. I'm delighted uh, to be here. You know, I, I grew up in a small town in northwest Tennessee. My dad was in the military. My mom was a, was a nurse, went to a, a small uh, uh, school. In fact, an interesting little tidbit is uh, uh, my mother-in-law, who just passed away at 104-plus, was my first-grade teacher. <laughs> so I go way, way back in this small town. But I had places of uh, leadership, some uh, titled, some untitled, you know, through high school uh, and into college. Uh, ended up getting a, a engineering degree, a chemical engineering degree, uh, many years ago at the University of Tennessee, go volunteers. And uh, I uh, worked as an engineer for the DuPont Company for uh, for a number of years. And I really enjoyed that position. Uh, but in time, I really felt uh, God's call in my life to, to uh, get into a vocational ministry. And I have served uh, in a local church uh, as, a, as a pastor uh, for 45 plus years. I've been in the same church in Florida uh, for almost uh, 40 years. Uh, I've had a, a number of leadership positions in the, uh, in the life of the church. But close to 20 years ago, uh, I really felt that I needed to grow more uh, as, a, as a professional, but specifically more as a, as a leader. And uh, looking back at all of my schooling in engineering and in seminary, I never got any teaching, education, or coaching on what leadership is and what leadership does. So I just kind of got on the leadership journey and became a student uh, of leadership for myself. And then, you know, hopefully a practitioner of leadership <laughs> uh, as well. And then I got really committed to investing and mentoring and coaching uh, uh, other uh, uh, emerging and developing uh, uh, and new leaders and helping them to understand what leadership is and does. And I have invested in hundreds of, uh, especially men over the years, and also some in and uh, some women groups and it just became part of who i was so a number of years ago some of the people in the leadership journey with me said jimmy why don't you put this in a book (laughs) put this in a book i don't have time to write a book you've already written it (laughs) you know all your lessons are videoed why don't you just uh, uh have those converted into a book well, they talked me into it, and I did that, and a few years ago, uh, I published a book called It's All About Leadership, Being a Leader Worth Following, which is available on Amazon, and a lot of what we're going to talk about today, Kelly, has to do with some of the principles uh, that, uh, that I discuss uh, in the book that I've learned and tried to practice uh, over, the, over the years, because I believe it's important. Uh, I believe everything in our lives, beginning with ourselves even, is all about leadership and and if we lead well then we make a greater difference perfectly said and that's why i had him with us today so he is a published author he is an absolute master of his craft and he's also a wonderful leader at the first baptist of orlando and i thought with our listeners today he could teach us quite a few things about why it is all about leadership well, Kelly, it is all about leadership. If you don't believe that, then try being a bad one. <laughs> you know, it, things just go south uh, uh, in a hurry. But it is all about uh, leadership. Yeah, think about uh, think about family, think about work, uh, think about uh, uh, various sectors in the marketplace, uh, think about church. 
think about sports, think about a team. I mean, you really can't think about any sector in society that leadership is not important. And maybe the most important place leadership is has to do with what I call self-leadership. Really? But, you know, if you, if you just can't really lead and guide and direct yourself to have the right attitudes, to make the right decisions, to head life in the right direction, then, then why should anybody let you have any influence and impact or leadership on their life if they're looking at you and you don't seem to be headed in a, in a very good uh, very good direction and you're a jerk and you're hard to get along with, that kind of stuff. Uh, so, uh, Absolutely. Uh, everything so it is starts kind of with how you view yourself and how you're kind of treating others and, and portraying yourself. I mean, even those who don't speak very kind to themselves. That's true. And, you know, and I've, I've said for a long time, leadership doesn't just make make a difference it is uh, the difference in my own personal life and and the people that we rate, re relate to all the time it doesn't really have anything to do with title uh, or, or position at all because you can put two two-year-olds in a in a sandbox and probably somebody's going to lead nobody has a title <laughs> you know, it's just kind of going to happen in our journey and I've watched this enough in all sectors of society in, including my world when the leader gets better Everyone and everything gets better. Everyone wins Very when true. we grow in our influence and grow in our leadership. And I spent a good bit of my life, some of it titled all the way back in, you know, in, in, in high school and all the way through uh, uh, as, a, as an engineer and now being in spiritual leadership for, for, for many, uh, for, for many year, uh, years as well, that, uh, uh, that everything is impacted by what I say and do as a leader, whether I have a position or a title or not. And I think it's one of the reasons we've got, Kelly, a lot of issues, you know, uh, in, our, in our country across all segments of society because uh, uh, ours is a country uh, where uh, leadership is in crisis. I follow uh, a lot of studies, and one I respect is a Harvard study uh, called the Center for Public Leadership. They do an annual survey of leadership, and I've watched it for more than a decade, and it hasn't varied very much that between 70 and 75% Kelly, of, uh, of those who respond to the research say that America has a crisis in leadership. Why do you think that is? Well, I think there are a, a lot of reasons uh, that, uh, that it takes place. A lot has to do with when you, when you start thinking about what's the condition of leadership uh, in our country, and I probably have asked that question just about every venue and every group that you can you, that you can think of. But the answer never changes. One of the first words are always uh, here is dismal, dismal, uh, uh, dismal, uh, uh, abysmal, uh, missing, uh, 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 lacking. Uh, usually, I hear self-serving. Uh, I self hear poli politically one, correct, uh, corrupt. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much across all segments of society, and, and that's a pretty dismal picture. That doesn't mean there are not lots and lots and lots of really effective and good leaders out there. There are. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't hear a lot about them, and uh, the main reason is success oftentimes doesn't sell. I mean, just think about how many... That's interesting. Yeah, what do you well, mean by that? Well, what I mean is, is uh, the media tends to focus on what sells. Right. Uh, and... What sells is not all the planes that will land safely today. Mm -hmm. It's the one that didn't. Interesting. Okay. So uh, media tends to be negative oriented. So they're looking for leaders who fail. They're looking for leaders who are corrupt. 
and they are, but there are so many who really get the job done every day in self-leadership and in work leadership and team leadership uh, simply because they understand uh, that, uh, that, that humility is one of the most important things about being a leader. They're not out there uh, tooting their horn, touting, hey, look at me, I'm a great leader, I'm a great leader. They just take care of uh, business day in and day out and make a difference in the lives of others. Well, with all, like you said, some of the negative attention to failed leaders versus the successful leaders, why do you think it's so difficult to define leadership? Well, because I think leadership uh, is more of a of an art than a science. I mean, there is some science uh, to it. Uh, I know for a long time I really struggled with the question, well, are leaders born or are they made? Hmm. And the more I've gone through life, the more I've, I've, I've looked at leadership, I think the answer is yes. Uh, number one, I've never met a leader wasn't born. So, <laughs> so they're all born. But uh, And there are some natural things, you know, in terms of aptitude and intelligence that are natural things that certainly boost your capacity to have influence on others. Uh, you probably asked me 25 years ago, are leaders more born or made or natural or developed? I would have said 75% are born and natural. Uh, Kelly, I would probably say over the last uh, 40, 50 years of leading, I would reverse that now, and I would say there's an element, 20-25%, that is, is this natural, related to personality, related to, uh, to intelligence, and so on. But the skills that make a person effective in leading others are all learned. Really? We're all learned. So everyone can lead at a, at a higher capacity. Just think about this. Anytime you and I try to influence the thinking, the attitudes, the behaviors, the decisions, uh, the direction of someone else to achieve a goal or something else, we have just assumed the role of a leader. Okay. Now just stop and think about it. From the time we, uh, we got up this morning and the relationships and conversations and interactions we've had with family uh, or uh, at work or what have you, probably somehow, some way, on almost every one of them, we were trying to project on them or to change through our uh, filter, trying to change their feelings, attitudes, behaviors, or, or, uh, or objectives. And that's what leadership does. You know, I, I think I've discovered over 400 different definitions of leadership and I think it's just complicated the whole matter to me it's just a leader Kelly is a person who influences others to accomplish a goal or an objective but it's a person not a position not a title it's a person and that influence that you and I uh, wield in the lives of others Kelly it can be positive it can be uh, it can be enhancing and equipping uh, and developing and multiplying people or it can be on the other side controlling and manipulating right. people so the influence is going to be there but we're moving them uh, uh, toward a goal in their own journey or for the company perhaps that they work for right so you don't necessarily think it's all positive or all negative I mean can it be a little bit of both I mean even if you are it does a leader ever negatively move in a direction? Well, neg negative... What would you uh, say positivity comes in leadership as well? Well, I would say it comes from realizing that probably the most important thing you can do as a leader in is right. beyond accomplishing whatever the goal of the vision is, is to add value to the lives of the people that are under your leadership, to help them win, to help them to succeed. I mean, stop and think for a minute. If there's not leadership, what's missing? Right. Where are the gaps? What's the hole? 
Well, you're missing direction, you're missing vision, you're, you're missing encouragement, you're missing recognition, you're hope. missing affirmation, <laughs> you're missing hope, uh, you're, you're missing all of the things that are important of all of us right. in our daily lives. So we need people in leadership. Again, whether they have an official title or position uh, is not the important issue. We just know there are people that are heading us in the right direction and helping us to get there. And I think one of the important things about my definition is that leadership is a, is a person who influences uh, others. What really makes it important to accomplish the goal is this. To me, first and foremost, leadership is relational. Relations. It's about people. And uh, having the privilege and the freedom that you've earned uh, to uh, to invest and to influence their lives. Certainly, there's that directional com- component, that purpose component of getting something done. But what I've discovered is leadership is about taking people with you. So the first thing you can do, anything taking you can do, taking people with you, you know, I like that to enhance the relationship. Uh, you know, uh, leadership is about. Uh, people following you you know one of the great tests of a leader is number one do you have followers number two you're going anywhere <laughs> so if you don't have followers you're not going anywhere you're not leading i don't care what you're talking well, what kind of person do we need to be to get people to follow us or, or how do we connect and influence someone without pushing something towards them or or how do we live as this person of influence that's, that's going to take this leadership position that's a great question and maybe the fundamental uh question uh, uh, may, sometimes I would phrase that maybe as why should anyone allow us to lead them? Right. Why? Well, I think there's some basic core component ingredients that uh, that that build trust. The ultimate reason people follow you is because they trust you, and these are trust issues. I think trust. first begins <laughs> it begins with living genuinely and having authentic character. Character okay. character is who you are. Uh, when no one but God is looking, it, 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 it's, oh, the, like it's the it's the real you and real leadership. Leadership that's worth following is character driven. It's about integrity. Integrity uh, you may remember from years ago being in a in arithmetic and math. Integrity comes from the word integer, which means a whole number. Mm-hmm. People who are people of character and, and integrity are people who are whole. They are who they are in private, in public, at, at, at work, at home, on vacation. They, they, they're genuine. They're authentic. And we trust people that are genuine and authentic. So I think That's it very can true. be... You feel way more comfortable oh, with you people do. when you feel confident to open up to them or, or that they're not going to sway one way or the other, that they're the same person when they go home after work. They're the same person with their family, the same person with strangers. Well, that's consistency. And you think of all of the, uh, the marketplaces, healthcare places, and so on, that people go in every day and say, let's say they have a boss, they have a leader, and they don't have any idea today. What's their mood going to be today? What, you know, mm-hmm. Is it going to be drama all day long? There's just a lack of, con- of consistency, and we need character that is, that is the same day in and day out. Ultimately, character is, is, is who you are. Again, regardless of the price, regardless of the circumstances, it's who you are, and our lives should be driven by that. The most important thing is who we are, and then after that, what we do, which is kind of a second component okay. uh, in terms of why should people let us influence their lives. I think character drives everything, but next to that is uh, uh, exceptional uh, competency. You really do need to be good at what yeah, you do. you've got to be a master you, you, really, you really do need to know what you're doing. Uh, I, define, I say exceptional because it's beyond average right. and it's beyond, uh, it's beyond a mediocrity. Uh, I know you, professionals, though, that really struggle, that are masters at their craft, but... 
can struggle kind of influencing others or as you said getting others to follow and, and trust into that so I mean do you think some leaders even though they're exceptional at their craft what are some ways that maybe they're losing that leadership stature you know well again I think the reason people allow us to influence their lives has less to do about their talent and competency mm -hmm. and has more to do with their character are they dependable reliable trust. trustworthy do they care about me as a person okay, rather than go, as an employee I mean people want to know that when they go to work every day that that whoever they work with and work for first and foremost they want to know do they care for me as a person I think in our mind Kelly I don't know that people ever voice it this way, but I think in every interaction all day long, healthcare at home, people are asking this question, are you for me, mm -hmm. are you against me, or for yourself? Oh, that's... What's at stake here? I mean, what, what is this all about? See, most leadership is transactional. I will do something for you, so you will do something for me. That's the world that you right. and I uh, live in. That happens in marriage What's relationships. In it for them? Yeah. Right. But it should be relational. And that is, what can I do to help you to be a better person? How can I add value to your life and your experience? And when I do that, people are willing to follow. And willing to listen. And willing and I, to listen. And liaisons, I talk to you a lot about that, being authentic with physicians. And instead of coming at it as promoting, selling, or advertising, that you need to build authentic relationships by finding the needs and wants and creating value for those physicians. And I think as he brings on this topic about leadership, it really does kind of open that doors, how authenticity and trust, and just kind of taking the selfish part out of it and trying to build that connection. How, how can they really pursue that? How do you build those authentic what's in it, you know, what can I do for you type Oh, that's perfect. That, that's, uh, to me, that brings me to that third uh, uh, component and uh, leadership that's worth following, that first being obviously authentic character and then competency, but that last one is all about connection. connection. It's all about uh, relationships. It's all about people skills. And the way to do that is you have got to have an others first mentality. Others first. Others first. Most leaders, most people. Okay. And, I, and we all struggle with because we're all uh, tend to be uh, selfish is what can I do for you? What can I do for you? I, I often ask myself when I walk away from conversations that I, as a result of that conversation interaction with me, did I make that person a better person? Wow. How do they, how are they feeling as they walk away? And I don't always do that well. Listen, I'm a, I'm, I'm a high D type A <laughs> personality. No way. And I got a, uh, listen, I got a trail of bodies back there. Trust <laughs> me, I got a trail of bodies that are back there. But I've also learned because of that. No, you know, it's really easy to let people influence your life and to lead your life if they like you. Right. So uh, a lot of this is just about building, uh, you know, relationships with people, which takes time, which takes uh, 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 genuineness and caring about other people. You know, people will go to work, uh, whatever sector of society they work in, and they'll work uh, with the same people week after week, month after month, year after year, and they don't know anything about that other person's family. They, they don't know anything about what's important to them. It's and absolutely they're true. not really building significant relationships because I'll guarantee you, you know, when you leave the job, either uh, because you choose another one or you choose uh, to retire, what have you, what people are going to remember about you is going to be related to how you connected with them. Right. It's about relationships. 
uh, they're rarely going to think, oh, they're really smart. No, it's going to really be about, I really liked them. I enjoyed working with them. They made me a better person, first and foremost. And I think that makes people hungry to want to uh, to follow you. Absolutely. Well, what can you do to kind of continue to grow in your profession? Do you have to ask yourself this? How do you continue to grow even as a leader when you've already started this journey and you have people that you are influencing and you have some some following to do and, and you still follow and you have followers behind you? How do we grow as a person? How do we continue this leadership journey and enhance it? Well, I have a, a mantra, improve continually improve continually I like that. Uh, grow improve continually into two areas which we already talked about here one is improving your character improve no, in character in, number one and and to do that uh, this is a little bit painful but boy it's just so transformative and that is for where are you where are your blind spots in character mm-hmm. most people don't know those that's why they're called blind spots and I know years ago, Kelly, years Blind ago. Blind spots in character. That's interesting. Uh, they're not necessary flaws. It's just uh, it's just attitudes and actions uh, that 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 uh, that come from us on a day by day basis. That the people on the receiving end it just kind of torques them, turns them off, is a is a is abrasive. So I did something years ago. It was painful, but one of the most helpful things that I've ever done <laughs> as a person as a leader. I asked uh, several men in my life. And I gave them 30 days to do it. And I said, I want you to go ask anybody you want to ask what my blind spots are. Ooh. And I said, we're going That's to be tough. right here. In this. It was tough. We're going to be right here, right here in this room in 30 days. So it's, uh, roasting. Uh, I thought I had a great sense of self-awareness. So over the next 30 days, I'm building my list mm-hmm. of my blind spots. But they're not really blind. I know what they are. So we met 30 days later. And uh, I should have known something was up. When I went into the room that, uh, that we were meeting in, they had a, a, a chair and a table set up about halfway across the room, and all three of the gentlemen who were doing the exercise stood near the door. That should have been a, that should, that should have given a clue. should have been a, been a clue for me. Oh, and I no. said, okay, what are my blind spots? And, uh, and not a lot of people can do that. Oh, no, it was, it was painful. But again, well, let me tell you what they were. It said, you're, uh, you're, in, you're intimidating. That's not good. Uh, you're uh, you're uh, controlling, and you're defensive. Feeling a little <laughs> defensive right now is what I'm feeling. <laughs> and uh, and I, I'm telling you, Kelly, I looked down at my list that had a dozen things on it. <laughs> not one of those three were on there. Really? Not one of those. And my blind spots at the are were were blind. I was blind to them, but here was uh, it was an amazing moment. The second that those uh, men spoke that truth into my life, I became immediately aware, and they immediately—I'm telling you—immediately got better. Wow! Because I was aware of them. Right. I was aware of. Them. Now it can be painful because you and I cherish our relationships, and that's a risky question to ask right. friends and family. But if you're trying to be a better person, uh, it's it's worth asking. Uh, here's what you need to know ahead of time. 
And There's a good probability if I ask you, you're going to turn around and say, and what are yours? In other words, it's going to be a give and take <laughs> right, right. Uh, you don't on people. Just... So you got to be willing to tell them. So I think character improvement is really uh, understanding where you turn people off and where your character uh, has some gaps in it and knowing uh, where those gaps are and what those blind spots are. I do think you immediately get better uh, at them. Right. Uh, I do know today, years later, uh, I'm, I'm less defensive, um, I'm less controlling, and less intimidating. That doesn't mean I'm not still all of those, but I'm right. much less those than I used to be. Well, that's an excellent exercise, yeah. and I think it kind of goes back to what you were mentioning about trust and relationships, because you wouldn't have asked those questions, and they wouldn't have been so honest if you couldn't trust that the feedback wasn't to hurt you or offend you or ruin you it really was to participate in your self-growth so that I think it kind of goes back to how you trust your relationships with those around you and and kind of what you're reflecting on others no no question but I I, it's a tough exercise though but it's definitely but that's why it's hard to grow it's it's painful but uh, going back to this growth that you you know that you had asked uh, I think it starts with growing and developing the character but uh, there's another area which is this improving your professional competency at what you do. I think it's easy, uh, especially if you've been at it for a while, it's easy to begin to rest on the knowledge that you've accumulated in the past and Absolutely. not continuing to grow and to develop. Uh, I know uh, some time ago uh, I, had a, I had a gentleman uh, that said, uh, can you go to lunch with me? I'd like to ask you a couple questions. We went to lunch. And I didn't know that gentleman very well, and uh, so I found out that he was a math teacher and had been a math teacher for 20-plus years at a, at a local high school. He had won two or three awards, teacher of the year, math teacher, and what have you. And I asked him a question. Did you win the, the award the next year? No. Have you ever won the award since? No. Are you still growing as a math teacher or are you relying on what you've always known and done hmm. and I said there are only two ways to grow at something get better at the content or right. get better at the presentation okay and I remember the gentleman looking across at me and saying I'm not growing I'm not growing I've done this so long I'm just coasting kind of hit his goals early on and, yeah, and, and just just coasting I said then you're, you're then you're cheating yourself you're cheating your absolutely. students you're cheating the people that you work for so you've got to continue uh, to grow I remember Mark Twain uh, he was asked about a friend uh, he spoke at this friend's funeral a friend had died in his in his in his in his 60s and uh, Mark Twain uh, 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 made the point okay he died at 30 we buried him at 60 <laughs> he just quit though. growing Right. It's quick growing. And as long as we're continuing to learn and grow, being curious and developing uh, in, our, in our professional journey, we're going to continue to have value at what we do and continue to make a difference uh, at what we do, which I think is important to most people. They want to feel like that what they do makes a difference and matters. Absolutely. Everyone wants to feel like they're doing something towards a goal and making others have some value in their lives. I mean, Absolutely. It's, it's so rewarding on both sides to be able to help someone but also feel like what I do, I'm so good at what I do, I can create this value for others. Well, it's, it's, it's a win-win. You know that you're adding value to their lives and to the organization, but at the same time, you are getting a, a deep sense of personal uh, fulfillment and knowing that you're making a difference in the lives of others. So it's a win-win, really, for, uh, for everybody and the organization. Well, absolutely. So what would you think, are leaders more open to feedback, do you think, 
than others or do you think they limit feedback? How do you continue to grow, kind of challenge these blind spots and, and enhance these relationships with feedback but also make sure that you're not so vulnerable and open to so much feedback that you're not centering yourself on, on certain values that you've created? Well, uh, I, th I think most leaders and it's a sad uh, commentary on most leaders, especially if they led over a period of time, uh, becomes very egocentric, and okay. it becomes very much about them. And when <laughs> when it becomes about you, then there's very little incentive to grow and to develop in character or in competency because you kind of feel like you've already arrived, and there's no hunger to move on to make yourself better uh -huh. and to make others uh, better, which is a, a dangerous place uh, to be. But so much of what happens, uh, I talked about the dismal picture of the condition of leadership. I think a lot of that is just simply driven by it's all about me, it's all about pride, it's all about self, it's all about what can I gain and get for me, rather than thinking about uh, about about others. Leadership is is about others more than anything else. It's about others. Now, I will say on the receiving, the rebounding end of that, you get something as well. Right. Okay, but you don't go in with that selfish motive, well, I'll add value and, and then I'll get something back. You go in because my role is to serve you and to help you to be better at who you are and what you do. And then when I do that, I get that great sense of fulfillment. And then, you know, you may end up doing something for me, but it's not why the relationship started. And uh, getting to know people and care for people is such a huge incentive and in letting them influence your lives. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. What would be, just to wrap this up, would be one of your biggest pieces of advice for our listeners out there that are trying to improve on their leadership or take more of a leadership role? Uh, two or three things that go back to these key components. One is uh, be sure you have a great sense of self-awareness of who you are, what you're like, what you do well, what you don't do as well. Having a real sense of being comfortable in your own skin. You know, why should anyone want to team up with us and why should anyone want to let us lead them if they are observing that we're not comfortable with who we are? So get comfortable with you, okay? <laughs> I like First, that. You get know, comfortable. Like you, love Start you. Start liking okay. yourself. Yeah, don't, be kind don't. to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm a perfectionist. I tend to beat myself up more than, uh, than others, but uh, be comfortable with yourself. Number two is try to connect with people. Connect. You know, there's a, a relational sequence that I learned many, many years ago. If you want people to allow you in their lives to, to follow you, to, to lead them, uh, uh, then you've got, they've got to be willing to trust you. And if they're going to trust you, you've got to be able to connect with them, connect with them. And if you're going to connect with people, then you've got to be willing to show your heart. You've got to show be transparent. You've got to, you, you, you got to be comfortable because you don't have it all together. Nobody has it all together. So be real and develop real transparent uh, relationships and not transactional relationships. So be comfortable with you. Care about other people. And, and uh, what's going on in their lives. It may have nothing really to do with what's going on right. at, uh, at, at work. And then that last element is d just don't stop growing. When you stop growing, you stop. I love that. That one's a big one. And I think a lot of us even out there can relate in our own journeys is have we, like you said, have we kind of, sh you know, stopped growing where we are because we feel like we've accomplished something or, or we're settling for where we where we've already accomplished and not continuing to push forward. It's a lot of work yeah. to continue to grow. And, and sometimes it's a good reminder that we need to 
strive a little bit harder and, and work a little bit more to continue it to is. grow. Well, it's, it's, it's easy to settle. Easy to settle. It is it, too it is easy, easy to settle. It's comfortable. But if you keep growing, stay curious, ask questions, and learn how to do what you do better, and you become a better person, wow, everybody wins. Absolutely. Everybody wins. So as I said to begin with, I really believe it's all about leadership. And, uh, and as you know, Kelly, I wrote a book on it. It's all about leadership some uh, years ago that's available on, uh, on uh, Amazon that I think maybe the listeners might even find Absolutely. some further help in as, as, uh, as well. And I talked a little bit about knowing who you are and what you do. And uh, on my website, jimmynot.com, jimmynot.com. You can find it on jimmynot.com. The book's there, plus some helpful self-assessments and getting a greater sense of uh, self-awareness of of who you are and what you can do well and things you don't do well and you stay away from. You know, let me go back. I know we're wrapping up, but uh, I, I love this question. Why should anyone allow you to influence their life? I've asked that question in the opening of, of, of teachings or seminars and just kind of have people look at me and say, I don't know the answer. Well, I'm the boss. I'm the manager. I'm in charge. Right. I own the company. I pay them. <laughs> yeah, I pay, I pay them. Uh, but the answer, I would hope, power. especially after uh, today, why should anyone allow you to, to influence or lead them? That you could say, because they have authentic character. Authentic character. Because I'm really good at what I do. And because I really care about them as a person. Those are really good answers and position you to be a person worth following. Well, I love that answer too because if you if you really hear that when you're listening to it and you're like, well, of course, why wouldn't anyone want to follow that? You know, it's it's an honest answer that I think everyone out there can agree with. Agree. You're not going to debate that answer, <laughs> you know, if you really are investing in others. And trying to grow well tell us a little bit more too by the way listeners we talk a lot about finding our strengths and how we define our roles as leader and jimmynot.com has a lot of other resources available if you are on this leadership journey so it's not all easy for us we need to kind of discover our self-leadership our awareness and build those authentic relationships so what else can we learn um, from jimmynot.com what other resources do we have available for some of the listeners out there? Well, Kelly, uh, I do have a lot of what we talked about today. In addition to the book, I have videos there that are broken uh, down in, uh, you know, uh, 16 to 25-minute uh, segments that so deal with really some of the issues that we talked to, about yeah. today. They're free. They're, uh, they're, they're accessible there and helpful. Plus, again, the, uh, there are probably 30-plus assessments that are there that help with character issues, competency issues, uh, motivational issues. Uh, helping you to develop team. I mean, it's just so much there that I think folks will find uh, most uh, most helpful in their journey. And there's some additional, because I think there's some skills that every effective leader needs to develop uh, in terms of building teams, in terms of uh, uh, making decisions. And there's some additional resources there in the videos that will help them with some particular skills that I think are important in taking your leadership to the next level. Absolutely. So if you've been listening to this and you're like, I am ready to take those steps. And some of these exercises can really help start your journey and kickstart your leadership. I also want to remind you guys that Dr. Jimmy Knott's book is on Amazon as well. It is all about leadership. It's a quick and great read when you're trying to make those big steps towards influencing others and being a person worth following. Um, Thank you so much for coming today. And don't forget to check it out at JimmyKnott.com. He's also on LinkedIn and social media. So connect with him if you want more tips and advice on leadership. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you.